We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This is your host, Hatch, my boy. Yes, sir. The other host right here, we in the building. Yes, yes. sir. Get your popcorn ready. We have Trenton. Woo. Man, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good right there. Yeah. Get your popcorn ready, Trenton. Oh, man. Hey, we we going to call you by your full name today. You see, he went. He didn't call you Trent Irwin. He called you Trenton. So we're going, we going full name today, appreciate brother. It, appreciate it's either Trenton. Or T.I. T.I.? T.I.? They call you T.I.? They call you T.I.? The rapper? Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I got one guy called me that. Oh, I think we've had a lot of nicknames for Trent in the past. Oh, man. And oh, I, no. Haven't we had T.I.? I don't think we've ever came up with T.I. No. Right? We had we White Boy Boogie. White, White Boy Boogie. There was White Jesus. Called him White <laughs> Jesus for a minute. Um, yeah, yeah. we've had a, never had T.I., though, brother. Uh, nope. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming to the show, bro. Appreciate y'all having me you here. You know what I'm saying? I see you got your Stanford card. Got a rap. You know, got a rap. Trent went to Stanford four years and went to the Miami Dolphins, and now was with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, so how you like the what's going on with yourself and your career right now? Man, I mean, it, it's a blessing every day, you know, just taking it day by day, though. You know, you don't ever know what the next step's going to be. So yeah, you got that I'm right. Just trying to live it out, live in the present there, and, yeah. you know, take that next step when it's there. Yep. So what's 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 the what's in the next five years for you? I'm, I like to get it right off the bat. Like what's what's is going to be a, a successful career for you? And mm. I know, like I said, I come from Stanford. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know you're a smart guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, smart guy. What is it going to take for you to, I guess, in your mind, feel like you've arrived or you're successful in the National Football League? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I think it's going to take earning the opportunities. You know, I mean, I've, when it comes to Cincinnati, I've, we do one-on-one, like, random reps where, like, everyone bets on each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll do one rep in a practice. Not gambling bets, everybody out there. We don't do that in the NFL. Push-up bets. Shout out to Calvin Ridley, you know, but go ahead. <laughs> where, like, um, you know, we'll just do one rep, and I feel like um, we've done that probably, like, 15 times. I'm 13 or 15 in my reps. So, there it's just go. been one of those things where I'm going to win my one-on-one, and, um, you know, I think it's going to be an opportunity. And then, you know, getting out there, we have, a, you know, obviously an elite receiver room. Right. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, get out there and win my one-on-one rep whenever it comes around. And I, and I like you. I like how you preface that by saying, like, you're wanting the opportunities and you make those opportunities count. 
Um, for a lot of guys, like I said, that are in your position, you're not getting the reps that you would like, mm. but it's the quality of, of reps and the opportunities that, that come your way. Um, what is it about you that kind of keeps you focused? Because like I said, it's, it's easy to like, man, I'm not, I'm not getting no reps. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're not, working just not as starting hard. this week. You right. Know? You're not, yeah, you're not getting, you know, the 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 workload that you would like. You know, how do you keep yourself engaged? Because this is good for a lot of guys that come into, you know, out of college, they get drafted, they're unfree, they're free agents, mm-hmm. unrestricted or whatever. They yeah. go undrafted and they get in the league and they feel like, you know, they're just as good as everybody else, but they're mm-hmm. not getting those opportunities. What keeps you dialed in yeah so i mean i think receiver in general is a beautiful position because you're not getting the ball handed to you you're not just right here you, you got to win your right. rep right. the ball's not thrown to you like no one really sees it as much you know right. they see it on film up top right. but you're not able to produce and put the numbers so for me though you know it, it's just a matter of enjoying the journey you know right. if you try to focus on the outcome too much and then you don't and not able to attain it as mm-hmm. quickly as you may desire then it becomes less achievable in my mind. So I think it's a journey, just yeah. being able to enjoy the little things in practice. I always go, love going to the scout team whenever mm-hmm. I, you know, if I go in there because I get to go against the number one DB and yeah. whoever that is on our team. And if I'm beating him continuously, mm-hmm. it's known, you know? Yeah. And that's the part I can control is winning, winning yeah. that rep. And that's on film, you know, that's out there every day. You, well, you, yeah. well, here's the thing about 2022 and social media, <laughs> and this bothers me so much today, Probably. right? They'll put a rep one-on-one receiver DB, the receiver win by like three yards, yeah. but he doesn't get the ball. But on Twitter, he gets love like, you're a dude, oh, you killed him. <laughs> it doesn't count, people. No. Because if that was my career back in the day, I would have some type of stats for winning but not getting the ball. Yeah. It don't matter, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I love that you said, like internally you love that competition and you're winning the rep, but it's nothing to put on Twitter, people. No, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a win for you, you know, for your, you know, for you to get better. Yeah. But stop putting all that stuff on Twitter. That has nothing to do with being successful in the NFL. No, for sure. Give us your feeling. What was the Super Bowl like? Yeah. <clears throat> Give us because I mean, Experience. like I said, Experience. right? Because everybody getting the league, you know, they feel like okay, they're going to. Especially it depends on the organization. They feel like they may have an opportunity to get and play in the Super Bowl. And, you know, I played, I played 15 years and only went to one. Right. And so I, I played that. with some pretty good teams. And every year you're like, okay, this is the year. Mm-hmm. And so obviously early on, yeah. you get a taste of that. Give us your best, uh, I guess, uh, share with us like kind of what that experience was like. And then tell us too, a little bit about the Joe Burrows and, 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 and Jamar Chase, you know, uh, what that, that combo was like. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, starting from the beginning of the year, it was just sort of, we knew we had something, but we really didn't know what it was. And I don't think it really came into fruition until later mm-hmm. that we started to believe as a group that, like, you know, there was something special there. You know, that you could feel it in the locker room. You know, going into, going into the playoffs really was the time. It was mm-hmm. like you could feel something was there. Right. It was really about to take off. Um, I always I argue that, like, you know, that NFL is talented. You got all sorts of talent Everywhere. in different places. And, and having to have all that come together at the right time I think that was our example there is we really had everything come together mm-hmm. towards that purpose. And, um, you know, I mean, there's some amazing things that Joe, I just, you can watch him on film every week. Mm-hmm. And like the ability he has to be able to see and just, 
I always call it like flowing. Yep. Because it's not like, yeah, Yeah. it's a feel. You can't like plan it. Right. The ball's in your hand and you got to feel everything out. You got to feel the coverage. You got to feel the leverage. You got to feel the The position. The pressure from the Exactly. So his ability to feel and flow within that moment Mm -hmm. is unbelievable. We had, I think we had one in the uh, Chiefs game. I don't know how he threw it. He was scrambling right. I believe it was fourth and nine Mm -hmm. or fourth and fourth and long. On like our tw- on their twenty five yard line, mm-hmm. he was scrambling right. Jamar was running left. Right, 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 yeah. And you know he just threw it right mm-hmm. to time up with Jamar to stop, to stop and, and come turn back and come get it. I yeah. couldn't believe that one. So that, that connection was special. But that's just talking about flowing. Like, yeah. I don't know if you could time that up because you've never practiced mathematically. That. No, you can't practice that in a practice or practice scenario. Right. I mean. Coming out of the, you know, coming out of the, in, in, in the draft two years ago, um, obviously he played in the championship game against Alabama. They had a similar play, yeah, running to the right yeah. and throwing, you know, one of those uncanny plays. But those are the players that you see, and you're like, those guys are special. They have that it factor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, the the Super Bowl, of course, great experience, obviously, and you get you didn't get to play in the bowl, right? You will one day. We'll put that in the air. <laughs> But I kind of want to get the get your story out there as far as the sacrifices that you've made, right? Because yeah. I know we've talked about these things in the past, and you're one of the kids that was all in at an early age, right? The whole um, seventh, eighth grade. I'm I'm not doing nothing else except getting my mind right, physically, mentally, emotionally, to yeah. go to the NFL, right? But through that process, there were bumpy roads, oh, sure. obviously, right? So I remember you, you again, you tore up your knee, yep. your senior year, the second to last game, yep. right? Going into the NFL draft. So yep. we, of course, on this show, we try to talk a lot about transitions and overcoming things, right? Oh. So was that probably like one of the lowest points of your career, you thought? Yeah, so that was that was going into Miami too. So I tore mm-hmm. my MCL, was deciding whether to get surgery and I ended up getting surgery. And, um, you know, so I had a brace on most of my time in Miami mm-hmm. and then had it taped up near the end. Um, but that was just sort of a trying to regain that trust in your body, you know, yep. you, you, something. They went in there and did something. Right, right, I was right. out cold, don't know what happened. Right, right. <laughs> and I got to be able to be twitchy again, cut and be able yep. to trust that again. And for me, that was learning curve there in Miami. And I also felt like in Miami, like I tried to do everything by the book, mm. you know, but like there's all there's got to be. A little, you got to be able to explore outside the lines, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that is in the end of the day, you got to win. And yep. and however that is that you win in, in your book, you got to learn that's yep. how you're going to win on that rep yep. for, you know, because you got to produce. Right. So it's like, you know, four years at Stanford, right? Yeah. You're trending to be a draft pick in the NFL, right? And then when the, the knee happens, it's like, did all of the all of a sudden like okay now my dream is over now the dream becomes more difficult like mm. what was that thought press you know like pretty much a week to two weeks like after it happened like what was going through your mind yeah so i mean that was i felt like i had to get it right i had to make sure everything because it was torn in a weird way mm-hmm. um it was just a clear tear but it was raggedy and they didn't want it to be like loose mm-hmm. so they had to tighten that thing up to be able to be able to function properly 
Um, for me, you know, you didn't know where, where it was going to end. I didn't right. know when I went in Miami if I was going to be picked up right, somewhere right, else. Right. I was at home for four or five weeks. Was that bothering you at the moment? Like, okay, I might not go to the NFL now. Did, was that bothering Definitely. you? Definitely. Okay. No, four to five weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, I'm walking my family yeah. friend's dog, you know, working out still. But, like, yeah. I'm just sitting here walking the dog, you know. Yeah, that, ain't, yeah. that ain't it for me. So it was... It was definitely humbling, but it was also, you know, it, it, for me, it still had a fire in there of being of showing that, you know, I still had something to prove, and I always got something to prove. But mm -hmm. just that uh, was that was that the first time you think that you've been humbled in your whole career? Because in high school you were so dominant, right? So, yeah. so many records in high school. You go to Stanford and you have a lot of success. Where where else could you have been humbled like that throughout the past? Yeah, facing adversity. I'm sure this no, is that was, one of those. That was one of my biggest ones for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> that was just one of those moments where it was like, it was this or that. You just I didn't know if I was going to be take my Stanford degree somewhere or mm -hmm. be able to go, you know, continue to play football. Um, so that was one of those moments that was beyond humbling there mm -hmm. because it was that future was unknown. Did you cry? Oh, I cried for sure. I'm really? not even gonna lie. Really? About yeah. a bunch of nights? Man, there was, okay, some, there was some tough nights. I ain't, yeah, I ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing, man. Yeah, hey, that's part of it. But yeah. again, because again, you have, again, if people don't know, again, like set every receiver record in California, what, touchdowns, receptions? Yeah, yards, yards. Uh, and receptions. I think he sure. broke Steve Smith's record. Yeah, um, so yeah. Boy, Steve Smith. Wow, wow. Taft High School, played wow. for the Giants. Um, but again, because you're going through that, you know, ninth grade through your, your senior year in high school, like those are all successes. Right? Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm winning. I'm doing what I want to do. And then the Stanford offer comes right here. Gets no better than that academically right. and athletically. And then for you to, again, get humbled at the last moment. Did you yeah. or are you like doubting, like, what am I doing in my life? You know, do I deserve this? Like, what were those conversations within that you were having? You know, I was just trying to figure out where my path is, you know, yeah. figure out what that path was. I'd be grateful for what was in the past, mm -hmm. but then just take that thing day by day. And then when opportunity comes, it wasn't going to be one of those things where I could just let it slide. You know, I needed mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, make the best of it. And it mm -hmm. was it was one of those things that that is sort of what happened in Cincy. They would, I would mm -hmm. go there. I got picked up week five there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they scout team or whatever. That was really what my role was. They didn't care much, but we had one one-on-one -on -one rep mm -hmm. a week. We had one mm -hmm. and it was in front of the whole team. And I knew that was my time to be able to. And right. I remember my first time I, I won the rep. We had like, we call that a uh, whip at the back of the end zone. Yeah, 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 dig return. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> won my rep there. And like two weeks later, that corner I went against wasn't there. So mm. I was like, dang. Like, you put, you you put them on the street. You, you got to put them on the street. No, I was, you out there like, putting people on the streets, though. Vice versa, I knew it would have been me, right. you know? Yeah. Right. yeah, if you lost that rep, you yeah. could have been on the street. That's what I want people to understand. It's really that small right. of, a, you know, of a transition. Wow, it was wild. Well, Hatch said that you were kind of like all in. I don't believe you were all in. You don't believe I was all in? <laughs> I, don't think you were, I don't believe you were all in. Cause you had a little bit of an acting career. I don't think you were just all in because <laughs> you was moonlighting. Right, right, exactly. So tell us a little bit about this acting career. Yeah. Because we did our research. I mean, you had obviously, you know, a little bit of uh, family into acting. Then yeah. you kind of transitioned, you know, made some appearances on some Velveeta. I'm going to have to go back and check some of these commercials out because I didn't see it. He was six. Right. <laughs> right. But then, like I said, you're missing practice to go go shoot commercials. Yeah. 
That doesn't did, sound like somebody that, that's that, all in. Did that yeah, happen no. in high school? <laughs> that happened in high school. So did you, get, did like you get benched? I got benched the first quarter of my there it first is. game. There it is. And my acting career was over. <laughs> there it, thank that you. That was it. Right. Thank you. So America, <laughs> he wasn't totally all in. <laughs> so he was basically, you know, putting his feelers out there just in case this football thing didn't work out. He was telling us, okay, he was trying to figure out where his path may be or go. So what, what year? What year was that? Were you a freshman or sophomore? I was a freshman. That freshman was in high 2011. school. 2011. Yep. Yeah. So I, I actually I had a callback during the week mm-hmm. for a Microsoft commercial mm-hmm. that I ended right. up getting, um, but I missed one of the practices and coach told me I was out for the quarter. So I shot that commercial, mm-hmm. but I never did another commercial, another really? audition in my life after that. <laughs> there you go. Right. So it. That turned the corner of, okay, now I'm all in. It's all there. (laughs) Which brings me back to what he was saying. Like, you know, you obviously, you hit these, you know, these, 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 these forks in the road, you know, you yeah. get injured, you know, that's part of the game, you know what I mean? It's inevitable. Um, and like I said, you don't know really kind of like, you know, what your future is, you know, you're, you're bouncing, bouncing around here and there. Are you contemplating, like I said, you know, obviously smart guy went to Stanford. So what's your degree in, by the way? So my degree is STS, which is science, technology and society, but it's with a focus in nature and the environment. So like animal conservation, sustainability. Oh, yeah, you got that, that's you, a lost, job. you lost him at STS. That, there's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> He's job like, STK? That's a restaurant. That there's like, a, that, <laughs> that's STK. That's what I said. You said STS. I thought that was like, that's a Cadillac. It's a Cadillac STS. <laughs> yes, I'm with you on that one. Right, you know what I mean? But back to my point. Like I said, you're, yeah, were there, was there ever a point, you know, like I said, you're, you're contemplating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, you know, we've all, you know, been injured. You don't really know the fate of what's going to become. Like I said, you could be here one week, gone the next week, brought back, this and yep. that. This is how the, the business rolls. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a moment where you thought about contemplating, you know, actually going back into no. the, the acting and doing those things that, that you once did? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you once did. Once. That I once did. Um... There was that four weeks where I was trying to figure out what that path was. Yeah. But every, all during the four weeks, it was still trying to grind to get back. And right, I felt yeah. like I had a lot more to prove. Yeah. You know, I felt like it was unsettled, unsettled right. stuff there. Yeah. So it was, um, there was a little bit, but I really don't know life without football. I ain't gonna lie. Because yeah, yeah. you know, like, it's early in your career and that's yeah. all That's all you really know. And I think, yeah. like I said, obviously with us, like I said, you, you know, you play a number of years and like I said, you start to get that itch um, yeah. You're playing with a great organization. I played with the Bengals. Yeah. Um, there with the owner, Mike Brown. Um, you have obviously one of the top quarterbacks that's going to be in this league in, in Joe Burrows. Um, tell us a little bit about him. And then I want you to tell us a little bit about Jamar Chase. Like, I mean, obviously, like I said, he's stepping in as a rookie. Yeah. What makes him, you know, such a special player? Because we, we all saw uh, the numbers that he put up. Mm-hmm. You know, what makes him such a, a, a special player? And then I think, too, I think a lot of his success obviously goes with that connection that he had with uh, with Burrow. Joe that he had, you know, in college as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe's Joe's quiet. Joe Burrow is just a, he's a quiet individual, um, but you can feel like sort of you can call it passion, you call it belief. Mm-hmm. You can just feel that in the way he goes about everything he does. Right. You know, so like as soon as he got in the building, you could feel that was that was that guy, and um, you know, everyone has sort of that belief that comes you know with him being there. So I think, you know, just having Joe there is, is unbelievable, but it's not really the words. I think it's more the way he goes about what he does. You know, I don't know how you put it into words, mm-hmm. but... Um, Lead by example. Right? Yeah, you could really just say that. Uh, one thing he had, we were in the playoffs, and um, we had like a, 
ending meeting. You know those meetings we have where like the players lead some sort of like speech or some sort of players like, only type. Yeah, of Yeah, and it's like there's some coaches in there, but they had okay. they were leading the like talk going into the game. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember we had there was a saying that was on the wall that week. Um, a lot of the fans were saying it. Social media was saying they were saying like, "Why not us?" Mm -hmm. And um, you know that was coming into I think that was Raiders week. Or maybe going into the next, the week after that, and um, you know, Joe had something to say on that. He he didn't like that at all because he didn't like the like the underdog narrative. Under, yeah, and like he was a, like, under dog, yeah. he never felt like we ever lost a game. We just sort of ran out of time, type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So like he him coming out on that that was one of my examples for him on his just his belief system. He just he said screw that thing yeah. like that that ain't us like yeah, that's right. not we don't need to carry that with us because mm. it just is not conducive to it. right you I know, believe win. I can win every single game yeah every single rep every single right. quarter that's kind of his personality. and that's where he's at mentally all the time yeah we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So now you see that carry out throughout the locker room. Yeah. And now you see, okay, that's kind of like the next step because mm. again, people always, you can have a bunch of talent, right. right? But if you don't have no leadership in that locker room, it's just like everybody's doing their own thing. But it's like, I thought that you guys got hot in that December ish into January, which gave you guys a shot to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cause the first three weeks, three months, everybody's the same, you know, yeah, talent, right, right. injuries, everybody's going through the same thing. But that last month of December, when the team gets hot, yeah. like that's when it kind of, you know, that's the team that's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, 100%. And as you said, when the, the leadership, it, 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 
it comes to the top and you have certain individuals because yeah. you guys are a very young team. You don't very have young. any vets. No, nah, really. You know, not 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 yeah, any no. vets there uh, to lead you guys. And I think what he, I think what he has, like you said, his belief, it permeates, oh. you know, throughout throughout the locker room. I know, I get for a lot of the fans. You know, football fans, they were, I think, this was unexpected, mm. you know what I mean, for a lot of people, because they didn't think, you know, out of the AFC, you know, you might have been like maybe top five, but I think right, the top three may Chiefs, have been, you know, Chiefs, the Bills, yeah. and, you know, somewhere in there. You got maybe hovering around three or four to, to come out of there. No, but sure. as has said, it's all yeah. about the team that's the healthiest, yeah. and you're playing hot and getting that, gaining that momentum at, at, at the right time. Now that, like I said, you guys are not going to sneak up on anybody. It ain't no who day, it's day day. Right, right, <laughs> right. You guys are going to need, you know, that belief. You guys are going to need those plays. You're going to need some protection yeah. for Joe Burrows because, like, bro, he got beat up. Honestly, if you guys had a, a half of a line, you guys win that game. I, yeah. pr- I guarantee you because I had you guys to win. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if you guys had a – a solid line yeah. going into that last drive, you guys put some points on that on, on the board and you guys win. And I think that's what really obviously ultimately hurt you guys. And I think obviously that's going into this this offseason, going into next season, that's going to be a, 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 a big focus, focus uh, uh, for you guys to really get him some protection to obviously get back. Because like I said, do you think you guys will be able to get back to where you guys were. Obviously, you're going to get to the playoff, but do you think you guys can get back to the Super Bowl? Obviously, not putting you on the spot, but with the line that you had this past year. I mean, you know, with Joe, I think we had eight sacks in the Tennessee Titans game. And that Bro, was a record. Yep. Bro, he was getting beat up. Yep. And the only time it happened, they won. <laughs> so, right, yeah, right. it's definitely was a thing that we had to address. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of those guys are my boys in the situation, you know, right, you yeah. feel that was all right. But, nah, yeah, you know, you got to be able to protect the quarterback you and gotta be able to produce. You got to have some accountability. Like, so, yeah, again, because at the end of the day, like, obviously, what, Joe's second or third year, second year? Second year, yeah. I mean, obviously coming well, they off. They go protect the franchise. Right, yeah. Sure. Coming, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> coming off, coming off a, a knee injury to play the way that he did, oh, that God. was, bro, that was remarkable to see that because he didn't lose any confidence no. yeah. because a lot of guys they they lose that confidence yeah. they don't play like themselves you know as once before well even so, in the tennessee game like he you get sacked five times i'm not a quarterback but i get sacked by a 280 pound dude five times and like oh, you looking he at might the be rush, looking he was oh if I'm, the, if, I'm, he, hey, if I'm the qb and i'm getting hit like that i'm like yo i'm, I'm about to address this line i'm like look guys you know, hey bro for real so again my question do you th- do you think you can get back to the Super Bowl? Because that's yeah. that's going because no. that that's going into this next season. Obviously, that's going to be a obviously a thing of of, of emphasis. Yeah. Uh, going into to this next season, uh, you guys, like I said, going into that locker room. Again, you 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 felt what it was like. Mm. You saw that mm-hmm. that playoff run. Yeah. Is it going to be enough? That hunger going to be enough to get back? No, that's real. Um, we signed three O linemen there to try to, you know, address sure that up. situation yeah. for sure. But um, 
I think that's situation of the year. You know, I'm ex- I'm excited to see where the momentum mm-hmm. takes off, where mm-hmm. the you know camaraderie, where everyone's the mind's chemistry. at, because mm-hmm. those are the variables that are hard. To, you know, the human variable is that one that's yes. hard to yeah. take account for, mm-hmm. and that comes with you know how people are feeling that week compared to the previous right. week, whether it's relationship, whether it's family, whether you know. Mm-hmm. I think we had a lot of those things clicking for us going in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but that's something you got to be able to to repeat if you want that mm-hmm. to happen. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and again, if we're talking about what's going on now, right, compared to your high school career, yeah. what do you think that like, now as a, a teammate, as family members, like when it, you just said it has a lot to do with off the field stuff, like yeah. chemistry, like how important has the chemistry been like with your circle, at, circle at Stanford, now your circle in the NFL, how important that been to your growing, your growth as a, as a young adult? If oh, you will. that's number one to me. I think it's all about the relationships, all about the people in your life there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, my mom, my dad, all of them are always there. Shout out to Craig Irwin, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, even coming to people, you know, Stanford, I had a little camp there, having yeah. all those people there, had yeah. the catch included. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah and, you know, I had 150 camp. kids there. Just, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that was my community. That was my little group there to be able to awesome. give back. But also, I mean, everyone there has, has provided life lessons along the way mm-hmm. that have, you know, helped me go through any sort of hardship. So I think it's it was, you know, that was unbelievable. But going on to the season comment, um, you know, those are the type of people that you lean back on. If you got an injury or if you got a situation, you know, you got to call up those people, see where, you know, pick their brains, see what they got. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're always there in your corner for yep. that. And I think everyone has that in some sort of way. Yep. And you got to be able to sort of reach out. And mm-hmm. I think that's vital to be able to be at your best, you know, mental place. Yep. So, again, we haven't had a lot of Stanford guys on the, on the show. And I don't even know a lot of Stanford guys. It's a special place, right? Yeah. Um, Except for Andrew Luck. We haven't had him on yet. No, we haven't. Gotta get Andrew. What's the best advice you ever got? The best the advice, best advice you've ever, ever got. got. I know Ooh. you've been around a bunch of very smart people over at Stanford. Yeah. Right? You've been around a lot of people, a lot of big names in the world. Like, what's the best advice you've ever got? Man, um, as a player, I think someone once told me to never let someone believe more in you than you do in yourself. Okay. So that was one thing that sort of resonated with me and mm-hmm. along the way in the okay. NFL. Um, as a like uh, lifestyle thing that I want to be able to do, it's sort of always be a part of something greater than yourself. Mm. Okay. And then that comes with, you know, just your lifestyle, and whether it be family, whether it be, you know, your religious, whether it be your community. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, being part or a team, you yeah. know, you're part yeah. of something greater than yourself. And yeah. that's sort of how I want to, you know, go about my day to day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big, you know, I guess difference in, or perception from what people perceive athletes and, you know, it's self-absorbed and, yeah. you know, it's all about them. It's like, no, we really have a lot more, I, I guess, substance to us. And I'm trying, that's why I'm trying to paint the picture, you know, for you. Cause again, I'd known you since you were 13. <laughs> You know, but it's like, I just want people to understand that the thing that's this NFL thing or this success thing, yeah. it's just not easy to have. Mm. Like, the, but they turn on the TV and they're like, oh, they're just a bunch of, you know, more at their bigger, stronger, faster Athletes body. Athletes just running around. So they made it. Like, it's, it really has nothing to do with that because there's always bigger, stronger athletes always. out there, right? Mm-hmm. And like, give us an example, like some of the sacrifices you made, especially in the high school years that you would not do when you saw other guys doing it other guys kind of the five stars and four stars who might have stopped working out as hard yeah and you kept working or maybe that happened in college but give us some example examples of sacrifice you made 
uh, throughout your career to get to where you are today? Yeah, no, I think that part of that surround yourself with the right people, you know, surround yourself with those type of dudes who are gonna work like that. But mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I always figured that no one was gonna outwork me, you know? Mm -hmm. That was just sort of my way of what I went about, you know? Mm -hmm. Give and us an example of, hard, of that work though. Yeah, so I mean, I camp my um, last two years at Stanford. We, uh, you know, they have their whole camp scheduled. You go in there, you got meetings, you got this, you got lunch. Uh, then you got meetings again, you got practice, and you got meetings after that. So camps always are rigorous, like 21 days or whatever. Yeah. Um, and one thing I always would do is we would have, um, you know, we go get lunch. So I get lunch for 15, 20, and then I'd head out to practice and get, get on the jugs for 40 minutes before practice, wow, and yeah. then 20 minutes after, so that I was able to, wow. you know, even during camp there, just That's sort of an set extra a hour right there. Yeah. And again, if you add those hours up mm -hmm. over time, you know, that's how you get to the next level. Yeah. You know, but again, people don't understand because again, the average person, I'm just going to get this lunch. I'm going to relax my body. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to go chill, relax. Yeah. But again, those are the opportunities that's going to separate yourself from just not making a team in two or three years or get, you know, all those things. What's the, what's the strengths to your game? The strengths to my game? Yeah. Yeah. Like what makes, what, what makes, makes you, T.I.? Right. <laughs> what yeah. makes you you? You know what I mean? Because like, we, we have people watching our show. They're looking at him like, yeah. Scrawny little white dude don't <laughs> look like he can play. Right. That's what, right? That's yeah. what they It's so crazy because we, we run across guys that obviously, like I said, taller than you, bigger than you, yeah. look more athletic than you. I'm like, oh, I can play in the league. But they, yep. they've never played. Right. They, they didn't never play. Will. Or they had the opportunity and they squandered it away. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Because, I mean, they're looking at this show. I'm like, man, look at this. I can, I can D do. this guy <laughs> up. You know I can like, D him up. Really? And trust me, you, you ain't going to D him up. I've been right. seeing he over here years. looking like Duck, Duck <laughs> Dynasty. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, white Duck Jesus Duck over here. Like, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, he got you, dog. <laughs> I, I can do this dude up. Uh, no, but I mean, yeah, like you yeah. said, I mean, you, you had a hell of a career. Like I said, I mean, touchdowns, yards, I mean, receptions. I mean, you 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 remind me you're likened to a guy um, that played at Florida. That had Chris Doring. Yep, Chris Doring. Chris Doring mm. um, that did some similar things. Um, what is it about your game that make you special? Yeah, so I mean, I think when it comes to studying people or studying how people move or having an answer, I, I don't think I never don't have an answer. So if a guy's an off-arm jab guy, if he's going to play flat-footed and catch, if he's, you know, like, mm -hmm. I feel like I always have an answer for what they're going to do. And if, Good if note. their um, tendencies dictate my move, they can never be right. Yep. Is, this, is this part of the this this... This this STS that you <laughs> this major is that does that factor into some of this that you're 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 sharing with us? I don't believe it's got a direct correlation. No, no, it so. sounds like it. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> science, technology. What was the other S? Science, technology, society. society. Yeah, society. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but I mean, like, as a route runner, you know, I think as a route runner, being able to manipulate, like, body language, being able mm -hmm. to tell tendencies mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just sort of, I guess, lie with my feet in a way, you know? Right. It's sort of a... Yeah, it's if a you're going to lie, lie with those. Man. <laughs> you're going to lie. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, going back to his route run, I remember at the, the Nike opening, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the only receiver ever that was double covered at the Nike opening. Him and he was having such... He was balling so much, they had to double cover that dude. What? Like yeah. that? Nike opening, no they all the top. I know, no, I know. Yeah, that's like the elite. I'm the elite. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Was, of they were double covering uh, T.I. out there, man. man. <laughs>
So, I mean, going back to those days, right? Do you, like when you see those guys now that we talk about that didn't make it. Yeah. Like, what do you see from those guys? Like, I kind of had a feeling of his work ethic. I had a mm. feeling that, you know, he wasn't as focused. He wasn't dedicated. Like, what do you take away from the guys that were the five stars or the future NFL guys that just didn't make it to the NFL? Yeah. Do you take anything away from that or those guys? Well, I mean, I you know, you guys talked a little bit earlier about just sort of like NFL. These guys are just big, strong, whatever. Right. But it really is a game between the ears. You know, it's mm. it's something that, you know, however you deal with your situations in life, but also how you deal with the adversity within the field. So, I mean, I think the guys who end up making it sort of take a loss of a rep as something to learn. And, and they really have like an aggression to get back to the next rep mm. you know some people mm. sort of like lose a rep but like don't want to you know they're five star they don't want to shy you know want to be on film losing a rep because rep. then they feel less of themselves but then you don't practice as much then you don't you know prosper yeah. and then right. you know it's just sort of a it's yeah. gotta compete yeah it's competition fail. yep yep and that's that's part of it you know yep. what i mean that's the only way you can move forward yes is, is, is either getting knocked back some steps or yeah. you taking steps back and just learning uh how to fail you know what i mean you have yeah. to you have to embrace it you know i think you know we've all been there at some point uh, we all strive to be be the best you know what i mean we have people that set the barometer for us and like you said it's, it's it's between the ears and so for me when i know when i played when i wasn't playing a lot my first three years i played a lot of special teams yeah um as you said you know playing a lot of scout team yeah um you know doing the cards things of that nature that's how i got better i even go back to college when i wasn't playing my freshman uh my freshman or sophomore year you know what i mean my my sophomore year is when i started to to, to at least feel like I could play yeah um, but my 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 freshman year I mean I ran a scout team yeah I mean and those were opportunities to go against the number one defense to help them prepare for the upcoming week so we ran the cars the routes this and that and the other and it got to the point like I had to embrace being on the scout team because yes. I knew yes. I wasn't a starter you know what I mean I wasn't going to play on the upcoming Saturday I wasn't right. going to play in those games so guess what I did I tried to be the best scout team player that that, that I could be yeah. and then it got to a point like later on in the season I mean I embraced it so so well that the defensive uh coaches the coordinator they was getting mad because the, the number one D, the, 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 they couldn't stop yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They were like, how are you guys letting this guy <laughs> catch the ball? Okay, he he's T.O., man, that's why. <laughs> the thing, I wasn't even T.O. then. I know, I know. I, know. I wasn't even T.O. then. But I had to embrace that, man. And I think I carried that on because I knew that, that there was a lot of growth of my game that I that I know I could get to that I hadn't at that time. Yeah. So you again, you have to humble yourself. You have to, like I said, take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you. You can't be satisfied. And even my coach, even I remember my ninth year going into uh, being traded from San Francisco, going in going into Philly. And I told David Cully, you know, we were going through practice and it was a lot of hoopla with me being there of what I've accomplished at this point. And I pulled him to the side. I said, coach, don't ever stop. I've said to probably two coaches, I said, don't stop coaching me because I, I, I steadily wanted to get better. Mm -hmm. No matter how society saw me, yeah. no how much, you know, the media praised me. I'm like, oh, he's this, he's that. You know, I've evolved. You know what I mean? He's better than Jerry Rice. Dude, I always wanted to get better. And that's like you said, you don't want to lose no rep. 
No. You know what I mean? But sometimes you may have to lose a rep to gain you a rep. You have to gain. You know yeah, what I mean? You have to lose. But that's just part of competition yeah. because you can't win them all. Right. Like you said, you get one, 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 one on rep. one yeah. every week. You're 13 for 15. Ideally, yeah, you want to be 15 for 15. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? I'm going to learn from the mother right, too. Right, exactly. That I didn't and work. I guarantee you, those two are probably irking you. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're like, I trust me, I could have, would have, should have. I know those two reps. I guarantee you are irking you. Like, man, I I should have done this or I yep. could have done that. Yep. But like I said, when you're in the moment, you have to seize it. You know what I mean? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I, like I, you said. Again, I think that what, you, what you're saying right there is so powerful. Oh, because the average person is celebrating the 13. Bro, trust me. Don't celebrate the 13. <laughs> Go get better from the two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's kind of like our society and what they fall into of thinking what success is. Dude, and this- they all see the highlights. Like, I'm going to be real. You know, I know T.O., but I don't know that that college experience story there. Mm, you know, bro, no one, oh, trust that's me. not as publicized out oh, there. They're know. publicizing the highlights. Right. But everything else you had to go through to be able to get to that is on a different level. I remember after a few years, um, we made it to the playoffs. This is what I'm saying. My San Francisco years, we get in the playoffs, and then you obviously you think about plays during the season. You kind of recap once the season is over. (laughs) You're like, man, you think about the drops. You think about the MEs. You think about all those things, bro. And I'm not a big drinker, but during the during the off season, I allow myself to like take a few, have drinks, go out, party, whatever. Dude, I remember just being in the clubs. I'm in hot Atlanta. Yeah. I'm in I Visions, <laughs> I'm in Chaos, Autos, I'm in all these clubs. Dude, I'm at the bar, I, I could be just in the cut. There's so much going on around me. I'm thinking about routes that I messed up on <laughs> during the season. Absolutely. Bro, I'm, I'm Absolutely. dead serious. I'm Absolutely. thinking about running routes, dude. I'm telling. I may have a little cocktail in my hand, yeah. but in my mind, bro, I'm still thinking football. I'm like, man, yeah, I'm like, I should have done this. I could have done this. Yeah. When I get back, when I, when I get back in training camp, this is what I'm gonna do. Do I do? I'm crazy. Yeah. That's how I was. Like nobody really knew that about nah. me, but that's how I started to get better. I mean, everybody is different. They're a little bit quirky yeah. with how they try to be and evolve as a receiver. But for me, that's what it was. Like those routes and things that I messed on, messed up on during the course of the season, they mm-hmm. ate at me. Mm-hmm. They ate at me, and it made it pushed me to try to be better and better every year. Like I said, you try to perfect your craft. You try to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah. And that's how I became, like I said, you know, I, I emerged from, you know, third round draft pick. He was sixth Langston. Seven, like yeah. we, yeah, we we tried to be better than when we came in. Yes. And so as I saw, like I said, the only thing that didn't apply to me 
that you said that you that you learned was that you know not allowing people to think better of you than yourself. Mm-hmm. I did because I my coaches saw something in me that I didn't think that I had. Yeah, mm-hmm. you so you mean? borrowed that for a short period of time until you got enough. Right, exactly. Yeah. But they saw something in me that I didn't even see. Yeah, you know because like I said, we we have it's, we go back and forth. Like I never thought I would play beyond the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everything that I've accomplished, like I said, desire, dedication, and discipline. And it seems like you you had that early on at, in, in your career. You went to a power power school, Stanford. And for all these guys that are out here trying to be what you're trying to be, what you're trying to accomplish, you got to take those steps back sometime. You have to lose those reps oh, yeah. to, 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 to gain. So, man, we appreciate what you're doing. And just the knowledge in, of, like you telling people, it's between the ears. Sometimes yeah. it's not always about the most talented. Yep. And I try to tell my son that sometimes you can have the best ability or you can think you're better than that person or whatever. They may play in front of you, mm-hmm. not because they're more athletic than you, right. sometimes because they're smarter than you. Yep. Oh, sure. And the coaches will trust you in certain situations that you're going to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I remember the, the Stanford days, mm-hmm. right? It's like, okay, what type of receiver is he going to be? Because again, the receivers, that wasn't a powerhouse, you know, school yeah, for yeah, receivers, right. you know, so people, right. okay, what type of receiver is going to be? And it's like, I remember we had the conversation of you having to just make yourself your own receiver. I don't yeah. know, you don't know what that's going to be, you know what I'm saying? But as long as you can get in that system and figure out, okay, there's five or six spots. I just got to do one of those spots. I don't yeah. have to do all five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very few guys get to go inside and outside and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, around. maybe right. five or six receivers of all time got to do that. You know, he did it inside or outside, but Man. it's hard yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. Right. So once you get to the system, all you got to do is find one of those five spots and do it better than anybody else. Right. Yeah. You can get yourself five, 10 year NFL career. Oh, for real. You know, so it's like that thinking is that kind of like you know you're triggering you to say okay let me just figure out what i have to do here in cincy to get on the field and stay on the field yeah just finding your niche because you have jamar chase yeah, that's you have your, t higgins on the other right end. you have t like what are you what are you going to do to complement or get into the system or or place where you can contribute to yeah. the team because like i said i i I was there early on in my career trying to figure out like how can yeah. I get on the field how can I get on the field how can I get on the field to contribute to help out JJ Jerry Brent Jones how can I get one or two of those balls you know what I mean yeah. and like I said third down situations whatever and like I said you're you're growing every year what is it going to take for Trenton Erin to get into that into into that into that, that rotation yeah that rotation well, 100%. I mean I think it's it's interesting to look at how teams run like they'll run a route for a certain guy because they know that guy is the best at that route. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what you're talking about there, whether that yep. be like an option route, whether that be an over, whether, right. you know, whatever it be, that sort of needs to be your niche. That's your route that you get in there and they, they go, okay, well, we put him here. He going to win. Yeah, you we know, know he going to win on this one. Exactly. <laughs> if he don't win on nothing else, he, he winning on, on this one. one. Yeah. So I think that's sort of that finding your role type of thing. Yeah. Also in the sense of, you know, you talked about Jamar and you talked about T. Um, you got, I mean, for me, I got to know everything, you right. know, I got Stanford, Stan- right. I got to yeah. know every route right. yeah. and every read and every concept and, and know those like the back of my hand so that mm-hmm. I'm able to go, okay, bloody blood's tired or this situation doesn't work here. Yeah, you get they can throw me in at that. Right, right. They yeah. throw so me that's in your value. That's sort yeah, of that's my role, role is to be able to be. Right, yeah. Like a utility to, guy, you exactly. know, in a sense, you know what I mean? Make yourself valuable, uh, create a valuable, you're a valuable and liable 
not liable, but a valuable uh, asset. And reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, to, to the team. That's, uh, man, that's, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so again, I know you're kind of a little history football buff a little bit. Let's go, let's see what you got in the archives though, Uh-oh. right? So <laughs> we want to get your top five, right? We want to get your top five wide receivers of all time. Oh! Right, Give whatever, again, doesn't have to be a certain order, <laughs> right? But your top five receivers, you might just like them, might just like the way yeah. they dress, you might, whatever. But it's your top five receivers of all time. My top five receivers of all time. <laughs> yeah, so you can go back as 1960. 60 if you want to, you yeah, know. You, you put can. Hatcher now. You can <laughs> I belong. I belong. Hatcher is on top five. Y'all got my own top five. <laughs> yeah, give us top your top five, five receivers of all time. time, brother. Man. I think I got to go. Have you ever thought about this? I haven't really put it on paper like that. Like I don't have. Right. A, yeah. I'm not right. just when, we, when we're playing, we probably here. never did neither. We talk you know? about it now a lot right. you know, because that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when we're playing. I probably didn't think about again who I thought was the top five right. in my eyes. Yeah. So oh, that's tough. Um, good then. Good. That's a tough one. This is sure. your top five. It don't matter yeah, what no. nobody, nobody else thinks. Think, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah it's, you're the professional. Sure. You have a professional opinion. All that anyway. You're you're right. I think I got. I'm gonna go Randy at one. Okay, Randy okay. one. Just dynamic. Yeah. Uh, sort of changed the game there in my eyes, but. Yep. Let's see if we could go. You can go back to 1947 if you want to. It's all on you, but. I buddy. feel like it's getting. I feel like 47 is not. Not <laughs> it. The craft ain't there. They went as athletic nah. back in the day. Nah. Um, they might have to go with. You probably gotta go with Jerry with numbers. Jerry, okay. Jerry with numbers, routes, and all that, but. Right, right. Then let's see. Any Stanford you, legends back in the day? There's I don't think the, we have them. I mean, we got Doug, but Doug, you know. Doug Baldwin, Doug was yeah, for Seattle. One. Yeah, shout out to Doug Baldwin, man. Yo. That's oh, right. he went to Stanford? Yeah. Yo, yep. Doug, oh, Doug, wow. undrafted. Yeah. He was undrafted. Uh, that's right, he was uh, undrafted. On the way. Yeah, he was balling. Yeah, he was balling. Mm-hmm. Had a good four or five years. Could have had two Super Bowls. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know. <laughs> hey, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Man. Nobody oh, know. One yard line, hey. dog. Nobody know. That's I, something you would do. That, oh. That's something you would do. I, okay, so I'm going to talk ever, about that. I don't think I've ever said I've this. I've had that conversation with you, though. Right, yeah, because, yeah. again, if you talk to anybody, especially any play caller or offensive guy, yeah. right, if you say it's first and goal yeah. from the seven or eight yard line going in, you ask them how many times you're gonna throw the ball. Every single one of them are gonna say at least once, right? At least once. So on yeah. first down, they ran it. So on second down, now you get to the point, I either have to call this pass here or I can't call it. So he decided to call it there, number one. Number two, the Patriots also had the best rushing defense in the NFL. There was no guarantee that Lynch is just go walk into the end zone. He just went from the six down to the three. Yeah. Right? So that that's the two reasons right there. Like I'm not He sold. went from the six to the three. So that so that's you're three thinking yards. the next play he automatically gets three. It doesn't work like that I'm because the, it's the best rushing defense I'm in the least, NFL. I'm at least thinking he's getting half of that. He's getting half of that and with his extra effort and being the type of back he is, yeah. he may squeak in there with he that, might. Ex, with he that might. extra right I'm saying with well, that he, extra effort. He might fumble too. 
nah, I ain't gonna know. Oh, he, I, I, there's so many scenarios. He yeah, might yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, he yeah. might trip on his own shoelaces. That, yeah. that might be, nah. Whatever, all those scenarios, they're all out there. And you would say from the goal lines, low ball, back in the end zone, high ball, high right? Ball. So yeah. I think that would be where you could argue too. I know. And I personally, low, it, it I thought picked. it was the receiver's fault. Okay. I thought that the DB was right um, here. His hands Ricardo, were right. Ricardo Lockett. I yes. I think we. I think I may have addressed this. Yeah. And I wasn't saying it to not a to, disrespectful way. Right. But he took. You know, he took that as disrespect. We've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't mean it as disrespect to him because he believed himself. Like right. I can make that play. Absolutely. He was. I think he would make that play nine out of ten times. Right. So personally. when I when I I think I don't know what I said, but. I don't know what I said, but I, I I said something along the lines of I probably wouldn't have called that play at that point in time. And then, no, this is what I said. It was something along of he wasn't the number one receiver. Option. Wasn't the number one option. Right. At, and at that he, time took, he took offense to that. Yeah. And I didn't mean it in that way. And I'm like, yo, he's not, he wasn't even like the number one receiver on the team at that point. Baldwin was at that point. I think he was. Yeah. Right. So it, the play went to Ricardo. Yeah. So like I said, I didn't mean any disrespect. Like I said, I was just talking. I'm like, yo, I'm like, my thing was like, oh, he, well, he was, why are they yeah. throwing this play? And I'm like, if they're going to throw it, at least throw it to your number one. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. And again, I, I thought he, I, I and thought Ricardo, he please was, don't beat me up again. If you see We've already discussed come punch it. Him in his you face. already know. Like, but yeah. I, again, slap I personally. Me like, slap me like Will. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so um, I, I personally thought if his, instead of having his hands here, Maybe. If they were here, it's a catch. Or that's a fact. Mm, mm, yeah, or that's, an incomplete or worst case. But again, right. this gives that DB that one foot to jump in front. Right, this yeah. does not give the DB an option to, to intercept but that. But you pass. also low ball. Low ball is never and, low and low ball. So that yeah. goes From back to Russell. Russell, low. was that a good pass? Or, you know, all that. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's why there's a hundred million scenarios. Right, they just yeah. Tom Brady got another one. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Right. That's right. what happened. But back to your top five. You're not getting yeah, it. Yeah, so we got two. So we got two. We got Mossy. We got Jerry in there. Yo, um, Moss, Jerry. Anybody currently now that you think is going to be Man. going down in history? I just like Devontae Adams. Devontae, okay, yeah. yeah. I think studying-wise, I like to watch him the most just because I feel like he's an artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just third, 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 third round guy. Okay. Right, so. Third and round just, guy from Fresno State. Okay. Balling, doing yeah. his thing. Moss, Jerry, Devontae. Devontae, yeah. Yo. Let's see who will be that fourth. And again, it don't have to be no order. You can just throw yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's just five of them. You just throw them on out there, whatever. Nah, Julio just growing up. Julio? Julio. Okay, yeah. Right. He dominated for a good four or five Julio. years. Julio. Julio. He, he could do everything. I, I thought Julio probably could could have had even a better career. In a different. In a different system, I yeah. thought. I just thought there were those four to six years where Atlanta was just like run heavy. Yeah. Right. You know? The coaches wouldn't even like, dude, like that's your guy. Yeah, I thought he. I, call, I thought he could have had some outrageous numbers, Man. but I just, you know. But again, yeah. he's still, he's still yeah. up there. All right, so yeah, the one yeah. more in there that you, that you uh, that you're thinking about. We'll put T.O. in there for sure. Yeah. We, get, oh, we, don't, we don't have to put, just because he's sitting here, you don't got to put him no, in there. You're sitting here too. <laughs> so who you gonna, who you gonna take, T.I. T.I. <laughs> T.I., who you going to uh, take? You know what I'm saying? No, it's No, I got to throw T.I. in there. He's my guy. He's been watching him all Yeah. And we, had, we had workout. We had workouts. We worked out multiple times. I don't know. To, uh, remember, I was a little smaller, but we worked was, out yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Really? The B2G practice. Oh, the B2G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sierra Canyon a little bit. Sierra Canyon we, we did had a lot. workouts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we worked out multiple times there. But, you know, growing up, kid watching. 
So I, you know, yeah, in my top five though. That's cool. crazy. Yeah. There so, you know. hey, so I mean, I'll let you, I'll let you get in there. You go, you go be five. Get a one on one round. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no, that's all good. But no, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, so yeah. tell people about your the, your football camp you did this year and you hope to do next year. And then yeah. let everybody know where they can find where you. they can find social you on social media. media. Totally. So I have my my first hopefully annual football camp. Um, just, what was it, about two, three weeks ago? Yep, yep. And I uh, had 150 kids there. Yep. It was all free. So I got, got all the little kids some shirts yep. free to come in. We had a couple boys and girls club people come in too. Yep. They took the little bus on over. Yep. Shout out to um, boys and girls you know, clubs of America. Always. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, I just had some of my, you know, best buddies, but just my, my, my message there was just to, you know, bring that energy that they bring day in and day out in practice and that sort of that, playful, cheerful, you know, learning, competing energy that I think is is necessary for kids to be able to either, you know, I think energy is contagious. So I think mm -hmm. they were able to bring that there to that situation. And, um, you know, it really made the camp come alive, mm -hmm. just the people, everyone involved in it. And it was pretty cool to be able to have it in my hometown there. Yeah, yeah, and right just, in Santa Clarita. Right? Yep. Yeah. And so just, again, you I'm want to do that like every single year for these next five, 10 yeah, years? Yeah, I'm going to make it annual for sure. That's awesome. All right, let people know where they can find you, like social media, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So just Trent and Irwin on Instagram, but I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll post it up there, link for any registration when that camp's coming around. It'll probably be around this time every year, just because mm -hmm. that's the time I have off. All right. And, uh, you know, excited to get going. Absolutely. All right, man. We're looking forward, man, seeing you get into the rotation. Yes, sir. You know, Go make some, some plays, yeah, yeah, man. Seeing some, some highlights, you know. Really uh, making, really truly making a, another name for yourself. You've already done it at the collegiate level. Yeah. Man, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Appreciate and uh, having me. Hope we can bring you back after you win the Super Bowl. Man, something. there you go. T.I.'s in the building, not T.I. the <laughs> rapper, Trent <laughs> Irwin. Ladies and gentlemen, get your yep. popcorn ready podcast. I'll let y'all next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.